Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about dropping the drama, meaning dropping excuses, dropping the limiting beliefs, dropping all the things that keep us from exploring who we want to become and ignoring all the negative energy and the emotions that keep us small and trapped. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I just have a couple of things I want to share with you. First and foremost, if this is your very first time listening, thank you so much for taking the time of listening. I know that there are a lot of other places where you can be, but thank you for spending your time with me. And I'm giving a big electronic hug for those of you who have been listening for more than a few episodes. Thank you so much for your continued support. Please, if you haven't done so already, visit me on LinkedIn or Twitter, Denise G. Lee. Please check out my website, DeniseGLee.com, where I've got tons of articles about confidence, content creation, and everything in between. And if you would love to chat further or have a question about anything I talk about in this episode or in other episodes, please send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. And lastly, if you really love the episode and you would like to get a little gift from me, I would love to send you something that I know is really going to help you build a foundation for a great service-based business. So reach me at hello at denisegelee.com, write me a review, and I'd like to send you something as a token of appreciation. With that being said, let's get into it. You know, I have struggled myself throughout the course of my business about eliminating the drama. And drama can come in so many different forms, but it usually starts with the mindset or the idea that I am not worthy. I am not able or capable, for that matter, of achieving a certain business goal or desire. There's something really funky about how our brains work. Our brains are very committed if it's not put under strict lock and key or tame for that matter to believe that we are incapable. And the reason why our brain is keeping on telling us those nasty, bizarre messages over and over and over is because our brain wants us to stay safe. Our brain wants us to not take chances because the familiar, the comfortable, even if the familiar and comfortable is keeping us small and trapped and limited, it is familiar. So it doesn't want to rock that boat. So it's going to just tell us, hey, look, what you're doing right now, it may not be working well, but this is all we know. Let's not reach out and talk to Denise as an example. Or we don't need to spend more money on ads. Let's just keep our current budget. Or we don't need to expand our reach on Twitter or TikTok. We're fine right now on Instagram. Our brains are telling us these these limiting beliefs over and over and over. And I was on a client call the other day. And I was talking to somebody about the fear and anxiety and all that. And I just told I just told my, this client, I said, you need to tell your brain to shut up. You need to tell them that you are dropping this idea that you are incapable of achieving bigger things in your business. 
When we are thinking limited, we get limited. When we are thinking small, we get small. This is the thing about how our brains work. We, If we meditate and we focus on something long and hard enough, one way or another, we are going to try to put to fruition our thoughts, put to fruition what our ideas are. That's just how our brains work. It wants that confirmation that what we're thinking internally must be true. So we're going to set up situations and surround ourselves with people and surround ourselves with surround ourselves with circumstances that affirm that your main goal in terms of dropping the business drama is number one dropping the limiting beliefs and telling our brain to shut up the other thing we need to do as part of drop as dropping the business drama is asking ourselves what our payoff is for the insanity. And you may be thinking to yourself, what in the world, like, am I trying to find a payoff for this? I'm feeling pretty miserable. I'm feeling pretty anxious. I'm feeling pretty distraught and confused. And I'm tired of telling my friends about what's going on with my clients or lack of clients for that matter or everything else in between. But let's be honest with ourselves, right? There is a lot of satisfaction in terms of feeling like a victim. <sighs> I know this, this may not feel too good to explain it that way, but uh, let's keep it 100% real. We're having this talk together. For some of us, we are addicted to becoming victims because we ob- observed it, most likely, in our family of origins. Most likely, we absorbed uh, observe those things from people that had particular influence in our lives. It could it could have been a parent. It could have been an aunt. It could have been a relative. It could have been a friend. Where we saw them acting crazy or acting erratic or overly emotional, and a lot of people gave them attention. A lot of people were giving them focus. All eyes were on them, and so in our minds, we have potentially internalize the message, hey, this might be a good idea. We may need to amp up the drama. We may need to do this because it seems like the only people who are getting the most attention are the people who are acting the most scatterbane and the most dramatic. Does this sound familiar? Am I ringing doorbells here? Because I know personally I dealt with that as well. Let me tell you the story. I'm not really, I'm, not, I'm really not too proud about this, but I'm just going to be really, really honest with you because I don't want you living in this constant state of a soap opera life. And let's not be twisted and think that this doesn't spill into other aspects in our life. So I'm going to tell you the story that impacted me, and I think it might benefit you. When I used to work at the Census Bureau. Yeah, the Census Bureau, the, the federal government. They, they have this police unit. It was actually the federal police, F, Federal Protective Service, that kind of monitors and provides security around the perimeter of the buildings. There was a lot of people, including myself, who would run the, the stop sign to upon exiting the, the grounds of the Census Bureau. I got caught running the red light 
and I got flagged and I got pulled over. And as the officer was beginning to ticket me, I just started crying. I said, please, this was a mistake. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't see the stop sign. Of course I saw the stop sign. Of course I saw what was going on, but I thought for whatever stupid reason, I could cry my way out of it. And I'm, and I'm embarrassed to say this. I got so emotional. I was crying so much. The cop asked me, are you okay? Do you need help? I'm like, oh no, I just don't want the ticket. He still gave me the ticket anyway. I'm sitting here crying, acting the mess, acting the fool. I'm or how old I am? I'm like 26, 27 years old. I'm a grown woman acting the fool in front of a police officer because I didn't want a, a ticket for a stop sign. I ended up going to court. The thing was dismissed. It was a first time offense. It was no big deal. But the fact of the matter is my mind was so caught up on the impacts of, oh, my insurance. I'm trying to evade this. I'm trying to be overly emotional. I ruined, I was sitting there about 40 minutes, twice as long as it was needed to, to file the paperwork so I can get the ticket and keep it moving and go home. I was emotional. I was crying. I couldn't think straight on my, my driveway back. I couldn't focus well. This is what happens when you allow your emotions. If you allow the desire for the drama to impact you, you can't think straight. You can't see the forest from the trees. You may not have done what I've done as ridiculous as it sounds, but you have, you may have done something similar in your business. Perhaps let's think about a business example. You had a VA virtual assistant, or perhaps you hired a a social media manager that you knew in your heart of heart was not a good fit for you. And you try to justify it by saying, oh, they're cheap, or this is the best that I can have right now, or some other excuse that was going through your mind. But there might have been a part of you that was looking forward to having the showdowns and the fights and the disagreements and the arguments and all the drama that comes along for the ride. If you're seeing ahead of time, what I'm, what I'm trying to say to you is if you're seeing clear as day that a person or situation or arrangement of some form or another is not beneficial for you, Instead of walking into the madness, cut it at its tracks. Cut it at its tracks. This is especially true of you, true for those of you who are looking to expand your business. Be always quick to fire and slow to hire. Always allow yourself that due diligence to examine your emotions, examine your attention, examine your needs, examine what your business priorities are, and not making those quick, rash decisions, not making decisions that are based on emotions. So often, I've heard so many people have these hellish, nightmarish experiences because they're hiring a friend. And they know the friend ain't no good with bookkeeping or accounting or social media marketing or graphic design or whatever, but they hired them because they wanted to give their friend, quote unquote, a fair shot, a fair shake. They knew that this was a bad fit. And instead of listening to the higher sense of logic, they listened to the emotions and they and they thought to themselves, well, I know this isn't good for me. This is not good for my business, but I want to look the other way and give it a shot. 
And when the warning signs appear in terms of perhaps the 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 new hire, the new person that you brought on board was late with delivering a project or was speaking a little unkindly to customers or was showing up late for important meetings. You know those lines in the stands that you have where you know that there's something very important for that you need to have accomplished in your business or anything your or other aspect in how your business function. And instead of identifying it, nipping the mud nipping it in the bud and resolving to have those people or situations eliminated. I'm not literally eliminate the people. I'm talking about letting them go. (laughs) Instead of just identifying and saying, hey, this is not going to work out. You go into this all this drama about, oh, the the relationship with your friends or the how hard it is to find good help or whatever narrative that you want to give yourself. I'm telling you right now, if you want to succeed in your business, you got to stop trying to tell yourself things that aren't based in reality. You got to stop telling yourself things that are based in emotions. This is the drama that I'm talking about when you know full well what you're doing with this person, situation, or this thing is not working out. That's what I'm talking about. What is, identifying the payoff. The payoff could be you're satisfied by avoiding fearful situations. You're satisfied by feeling like a professional victim. I hate to say this, but for some cases, that may be the case. Maybe you might be so addicted by spinning a tale of woe and misery to someone in your network than actually facing those issues. I was thinking about a uh, issue I had with another client. She's trying to grow her talking about social media marketing, our social media business. He's trying to convert into more of an agency model. And she wants to really hit certain financial goals, meaning that she has a certain threshold that she would like to achieve, certain financial threshold or certain financial goals she wants to achieve by a certain milestone. And in order to do that, she must hire someone that has a little bit more savvy in terms of operation. In addition, she has to hire someone that's a little bit more savvy in marketing. And instead of recognizing that, she's trying to work all these roles all at once. And I, I remember having a session with her and asking, like, what are you doing? You, you need an operations person. You need a marketing person. You can't juggle all these things all at once while still trying to handle your existing clients. And her response to me was, I don't know whether or not it's worth it because I have to spend time and energy training these people. And I can do it faster myself. But... Let's logically think about this. If you're spending all this time doing operations, doing marketing, doing all these other tasks, it is diverting you from the actual core thing that you're supposed to be doing as a business owner is providing vision, providing focus, providing direction, providing oversight, providing leadership, not operations and not de- and definitely not marketing. And by sitting there and trying to do these tasks that you think that another It's going to take too long in terms of training. You're actually going to be spending way more time doing these tasks over and over and over again. 
This is the wonderful thing about 2021 that I want to share with you. It is called the power of video and it's the power of recording. The same way you're listening to this record of me speaking, the same way you can actually record yourself speaking, the same way you can write down the little book and go through a training process and then have them repeat back core things and ideas and have them write their training manual down about things that they're doing while they're working on their, their tasks. So you can learn and see if there's anything that was overlooked in terms of uh, duties and tasks or or anything else that they do to help make sure that the their role helps to help the overall business we make things harder than we need to be it may seem like an, a lot of effort for example about writing procedures writing manuals it's going to benefit us long in the long run. Schedule a time on the weekend. Schedule a time during the Monday or Tuesday. Or you you figure out a time slot that's not dealing with clients, not dealing with the actual money making business activities, and focus on that back end. That's another part of making less drama, eliminating the drama in our business is actually setting that space, setting that time for us to work on our back-end solutions so that we're not feeling stressed, we're not feeling overwhelmed, we're not making excuses for ourselves. For me, I have people who I have assistant, but I also, I'm always constantly writing down different things that I do for different aspects of my coaching and consulting work. And I do that because I know that I eventually I can't do all this stuff myself. I need as I have visions and plans to want to expand my business and I'm going to need people who are going to be along my side, along my team helping me get through all of this stuff. And that's why it's so important that I document that so and create procedures and understanding what considers quality for me. For a lot of us, we need to already think, still think ahead of not just where we are, but where we'd like to be and actually setting ourselves up for success by giving ourselves all the resources and opportunities and obviously allowing ourselves to document what we have so that as people come on board, we can outsource and de- delegate and give that work to everybody. For those of you who are listening, I understand that you may be in the beginning stage of your business or perhaps you've got more time than money and can't really uh, invest quite yet in, in all those other resources. I get it. I understand how it is to be in that beginning stage where you're just trying just to get over the hump. I, I get it. But I want to emphasize with you over and over and over that Part of this eliminating the drama, part of this eliminating the stress, part of this process of making things simpler is always planning to help our future self by giving us ourselves the resources, the support, and obviously documenting what we're doing so that we can help the people who are going to help us in the future understand what we're doing. I hope that makes sense. We by documenting and providing those procedures and and rewriting all that stuff out, we're helping the people in the future that will come on board and help us. Stop the excuses. Stop saying that it's never going to happen. 
Remember when I told you before in the beginning of our time with one another, our brain is works over time to tell us to stay small, to stay limited, to not take chances, to not examine different things, to not want to branch out and get support because it is fearful of the unknown. It is fearful of things that are not verified. Our brains want to stay in that state safe zone. And perhaps as you write down and you journal about the things that needs to be done in your business, light bulbs, you're providing your brain that opportunity for new information, new input that it hasn't considered. And that will help quiet down the fearful, anxious energy that you may have that says, oh, I don't think I should hire anybody. Or I'm not sure that it's now is the time for me to hire or fire or delegate or whatever we need to do in our our business. Every business is unique. I'm not sitting here and telling you what you should be doing at your stage of business because we're not talking face-to-face with one another. You're just listening to me talk talking on the recording. The point I'm trying to make here is that we need to allow ourselves to be open and inquisitive about other ways that we can maximize how we run our business, the efficiency of how we do things. And I believe confidently if we're constantly trying to drop the excuses, drop the drama, drop trying to do it all by ourselves. We can get further faster, not just with our business, but how we help other people. Again, we're in business to help people and we can't help anybody if we're scattered brain and trying to figure things out all by ourselves. So if I just had some main takeaways that I want to share with you right now is number one, remember that your brain is going to try to keep you small and limited. Just tell it to shut up. <laughs> tell it to quiet down and go to the corner here, Okay. I also want you to recognize when you're allowing your mind emotionally to spin in a direction that's completely inappropriate and unnecessary. I gave you that crazy example of me crying like a fool with the police officer, but you can think about so many other examples in your business life where you were just getting way over emotional, far over critical or overreacting that was not necessary for the situation. And then lastly, I want you to document and plan out some times without throughout your week to improve your business, improve how you manage your operations because again, you're not going to be a business of one forever, right? So set yourself up and set your future employees up for success by giving them all the resources and resources mean your knowledge now so that that exchange of information will be as seamless as possible. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, again, if you really liked what I had said, let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. And if you want me to talk about something different, I'd love to. Also email me there too. Hello at denisegeely.com. I'd love to talk with you further about it. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.